going on, guys, and welcome back to the Bren Sports Podcast uh, Round 13 slash Origin 1 preview. Um, no, review. And Round preview. 14 preview. Tongue twister to start every episode. It's awesome. Stonk Wagwan. What's happening? Okay. What's happening? Um, mate, let's get let's get the boring shit out of the way first. All right, the buy round. How sufferable was the buy round? Not not because the games weren't good, but because there's just not enough footy over the weekend. It's it's painful for me. I feel like I'm <laughs> out on a solid. Especially if your team's not playing. Yeah, but you know, I still like good footy, and that's probably what pissed me off is that some of the games were pretty, you know, pretty good. Um, so I would have liked a few more, but. Anyway, let's start off Thursday night, Titans and the Cowboys. Nos, what did you make of this one? Yeah, it was just a pretty basic just thrashing, really. Like, the Cowboys just, you know, they just didn't take the foot off the pedal and the Titans couldn't even get the motor started, you know. They were, they were trying to get the lawnmower going and the motor wasn't started and just kept pushing and pushing. They said, oh, fuck it, you know, and the lawn just went out of control. Yeah, they had, they had a lot of ball to start the game <laughs> and um, couldn't... couldn't uh... Couldn't kick it over after that, but are we? Are the Titans getting away with the fact that they're playing this god awful because of all the other teams that are doing terrible around them? I think they're starting to get attention. I think you know if you watch the post game shows and read articles, they they are starting to get a bit of attention about how they're underperforming, especially with the money they've spent on players. And so there's a few questions asked uh, about the decision making up there. Rightfully so. Stonk, did you watch that one on the Thursday night? Yeah, I did. Um, it was just a little body drink water clinic of triasis, wasn't it? <laughs> it was, bro, it yeah. Awesome. Him, but I was thinking on, in regards to the Titans, they've always been like this, though, from like what I remember. Like they'll do, they'll have a good game or two, and then everyone goes, oh, yeah, see, this is, this is what we can learn to expect. And then they just fall off completely. Yeah, so. I, I, you know, I was saying I didn't understand why Jaden Campbell was dropped for his defense. I was like, just why would you drop a fullback for, you know, for defense? But that try that Taolungi scored was, he, he pretty much just walked over him. He was like smiling as he stared at him and then walked over him in the corner. And that, I mean, just, it just tells you all you need to know about the Titans. They had about 20 minutes of footy to start the game down the, the Cowboys' end and. Yeah, just just couldn't get the job done. Um, stonk, mate, your Penny Panthers, the uh, the originless Penny Panthers, got it done over yeah. the dogs. How's that one for you? I think everyone sort of didn't expect this because you know Bulldogs are pretty much full strength. But I mean, I was happy. There was there was a moment where I think we're only we were only up by four or six. A try, a converted yeah. try, had me on the edge of my seat, but pulled through. Young lads, they always go good. Yeah, yeah I had a pretty you, good game. Did you shed a tear for Birdo as he walked off at the end? I was actually quite happy for him because I feel like that's been his best game since leaving us. So I, I, was happy, I, I, I was happy that. Yeah, I was happy he, he's had a real good standout game and he. You know, it's the next man up mentality that's, you know, really getting them, you know, closer and closer to that minor premiership. Yes, indeed. So we'll move on then. The Seagulls and the Warriors. This was very, um, 
you know, it wasn't first grade like footy, really, was it? Um, Kane, mate, what'd you make of this this game? Yeah, it just looked like the Warriors just they didn't even want to play. You know, it was just Manly were just playing good, and the Warriors just said, "All right, look, you know, if it's if it's going to be hard for us, we're not going to bother." And um, yeah, the poor old Warriors are just. They lost for words. I think they need a real hard look at themselves because I think out of oh sorry go on because out of all the clubs, I think they're the one in the most trouble. Well, especially now with Nathan Brown stepping out. Although he did do, a, I feel like he was sort of like as on like as brutally honest as anyone can be in that sort of situation. What do you reckon with um? His presser on leaving the Warriors head coaching gig. Yeah, I think. Um, look, he can't fault the effort he did there. He, he he had he's like been dealt a pretty shit deck with you know his past two jobs, and um, some coaches are known for winning premierships and getting the team right, you know, towards that premiership window opening. And then there are some coaches who are just there to do the dirty stuff, clean out the club, blood the new players. And get no credit. And Nathan Brown's one of those coaches. I, d- I do love that he said, you know, the next gig he wants to take up is helping, you know, lesser and, you know, less experienced coaches and trying to help them maintain a steady, steady job with the club so that, you know, um, the media doesn't get in their head and, and, you know, get them on the chopping block maybe a bit too early. Um but yeah, Stonk, what, what what did you make of the Manly Warriors game? Did you watch that one? Yeah, I was actually um I was at the pub for a rugby event for my club, but uh every time I'd sort of look over my shoulder at the big screen at the pub, I'd just see Olakawatu rolling over someone. So he's just <laughs> growing fucking an extra foot every every week, I swear. Yeah, uh, that made me pretty happy seeing that. I feel I remember last year's um Sea Eagles Warriors game was was an absolute Belter. It was a great game. That was like prime Tommy Turbo as well, carving him up. But Warriors like stuck it to him, and I think they only lost by a try. It was a high-scoring game, so yeah, shame for the Warriors. Oh, well. um, we'll move on. Kane, mate, head held high against the uh, the Roosters. Yeah, now, it was uh, rate that performance. Never in doubt. I was pretty confident <laughs> that the Raiders would be able to win that. Um, their their defense was really well. There was a fifteen-minute period where they. The Roosters were just in, up in that area and the Raiders weren't letting him in. A um, few soft tries towards the end, but it was good, especially without White and Papali'i. They um, really proved the point. Indeed, they did. Um, Stonk, mate, did you watch this one? <laughs> I think you know the answer to this for once. I, I, well, I don't know. I don't know if you were <laughs> there or not when it was on. I was there, mate. I was there watching, watching Kane get happy pretty- in the... Pretty blind yeah, by this pub. point, so get upset. So <laughs> good, good, good. Um, if I recall, Matt, weren't you going for the Roosters in this one? I'm, I think I had money on them or, or something along those lines. I was yeah. very uncharacteristic of you. Sunday was very um, yeah. We'll move <laughs> on <Mazda>. then. <laughs> it was a Mazda to say the least. Origin lads, last night, what a performance! Initial thoughts. Um, after that one came. Yeah, that was a good game. It was very fast and just the intensity of the game was just was non-stop. Uh, Queensland were very, very resilient, especially losing two players and, you know, 
having to put a debutant out there for 80 minutes and a forward off the bench for 65, 64 minutes. Um, I think, you know, Queensland, it was an ambush and, you know, a lot of people thought Queensland would win and, you know, they they did. They are just a clinical footy team. Stonk, mate, what did you make of last night's game? First, the first half was actually, it was like Kane said, Origin is just so intense and so fast-paced and it's so quality and that's why we love it. But first half was good. One, the second half was, as a Blues supporter, you wouldn't understand this, it was very frustrating to watch. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it was very frustrating to watch. Um, in those South boys, you're pretty abysmal at times and then Brighton coming on. And I think I feel like he over-tried that game. Like he came on, there was like less than a half to go and he just started yeah. over-trying. Freddie lost of, the Freddie ball months yeah. properly. Like it, it was, it, you don't, you just don't do that till Kidney's first origin, who <laughs> probably <laughs> never come off the bench, you know, in this sort of a game. Like, what, what was he meant to do? I don't understand. It's just. Oh, what do you reckon was told yeah. to him? Do you reckon he said, go out there and just, just go and try and do as much as you can? Just look I feel for the like... ball, pop up. Yeah, anyway. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, it, that... it, it's just a, it was just a tough. Tough gig coming off the bench in that 14 role for Crichton. I, I... Especially on a debut, because in 2019, Whiten came off the bench in his debut origin game wearing the number 14 jersey, threw an intercept, that which cost the game. Threw the pass, Gago intercepted, it went the field. Um, so that 14 jersey on your debut uh, must cursed. be uh, cursed. Yeah. yeah. I, I just feel like, you know, the 14 role in NRL is you always have, you, it's almost. It's almost an extra position, you know what I mean? Like you know what you're coming on to do. Whereas in Origin, it's it's uh, it's sort of become like injury insurance, and then it just gets to a point in the game where they're like, "All right, fuck it, go on." But yeah, they can't. Like, what are you meant to say to a guy like Stephen Crichton? You know, when he came on, like, it, yeah, it's just throwing him right in the deep end. Who went on for him? Stag? Did he go on for Stags or? Yeah, Stags hurt his yeah, shoulder. Yeah, Stags went off from the injury. Yeah, saw that. Yeah, not happy about that. Um, I was pretty, I was pretty annoyed to be honest when he hadn't come on by the first half because I felt like he was either <laughs> going to sit there to the last ten minutes or get thrown on in some shit situation, which is what happened. So, lads, anyway. without scoring a try or assisting one, I think still probably one of the top ten performances by a player I've seen anyway in Origin. Cam Munster, just he's just out everywhere. Of his world. He's, he is, and he makes it look so effortless. That one play where he just sort of skipped across the field a couple times and then just picked a hole and ran through it, uh, he is he's something else. He's how the fuck else. does he do that? Honestly, how the fuck does I, he I just does he do that? It's crazy. Like, and he, like, literally, like, brushed Ryan Madison off. Ryan Madison's got the biggest arms in the NRL, and he just sort of, like, brushed through... Munster's like, not like a he's not he's never gonna be the strongest, the fastest, the not even the smartest player on the field. He just I don't I don't know what it is. He I oh God, yeah. He's he is amazing to watch when he's in full flight like that. Um I also feel like he yeah, and I he probably didn't think about it going into the game, but if anyone sort of has like a bit of a vendetta against all those Penrith boys, it's Munster because, you know, <laughs> Panthers put yeah. you know, a clinic on um, against Melbourne when Munster had no Hughes and no 
um, Paps as well. So prelim as well last year. Exactly. Yeah. So um, yeah. Um, but yeah, g- great game last night. It just means you know, game two. It's I, you sort of you glut because New South Wales are the favourites coming into this. So I feel like game two has so much riding on it now. Whereas if New South Wales went one up at home, I feel like. Fuck, I don't know if Queensland can come back from it. I have more faith in the Blues coming back for Game 2 than I do in Queensland coming back one down mm. into Game 2. But we'll leave Origin alone for now. Move into Round 14. Um, no game tonight. Tomorrow night, back underway. The Cowboys, fuck. So we're into Round 14 and they've travelled once now. Is that correct? And they're now they're back home. Is Have they only played the yeah. one game down here in Sydney? Yeah, they've only played one game in Sydney so far. Bloody hell. That's, uh, that's a big advantage, actually, because in the 2020 season, Penrith only travelled out of Sydney once the whole season. And twice. they won what? Twice, was it? Or was like, yeah. And they, they won, like, in that space, they won, like, however many games they won in a row. You can tell tell, tell us, Will. Undefeated all season. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, you, I mean, you still got to turn up and play the games, obviously, but it is a big help. That yeah, was when there was getting no on crowds a plane, too. You know? There's no crowds, I don't think. Yeah, because yeah. and you were flying in and flying out, so you weren't even staying there. So you'd be getting on the plane, um, going to the game, and then getting out and getting on the plane, getting home at twelve a.m., one a.m., depending on where you are. You know, so it was, it was a big yeah. thing. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, look, the Panthers have have proven they didn't need a good draw to be a good team, but the Cowboys, they don't look like you know. They don't look like the home ground advantage is doing them or, or the, the low travel schedule is, is the main reason. It might be a, a reason that they're doing so well, but, you know, they had their origin players out last week and um, they're well, still doing yeah. a really good job. So Cowboys, Dragons, Kane, how's this one going? Yeah, I've gone the Cowboys 1-12 to with Murray Tell Lungy to score a try. I think, um, you know, they're going to be missing a few players. But um, I expect Ben Hunt to back up. Uh, I don't expect Cotter and Nanai to play, so I think it's going to be a full point to a tight game. Yeah. Yeah, go Cowboys. I'm going Cowboys 13-plus with Towling in the score. Um, Stonk, what do you got for this one? I was was very on the fence at this one because I actually think the Dragons are decent. I think they can play a good game of footy. I think... Cowboys. Ugh. Anyway, I've gone Dragons one to twelve by the end of it, and uh, only just though it'll be like a two four point win. And uh, Zach Lomax, anyway. Zachy Lomax. Got it. Does he get a before we leave the Dragons? Does he get a um a potential call up now that Tony might be out? I think Graham, there's maybe? a few. Few players in front of him still, you know. Crichton could get in there or shift White. Um, hey Graham, I feel like if Latrell's back, I thought about this last night. If Latrell is back, and um, I would have, I would have, oh, and Katoni's still out. I'd have Tupo and Latrell on the left, the old Roosters firm. Mm-hmm. I'd have Crichton and Toto on the right because if Coates is out as well, then. You don't need yeah. to go on the right defending those kicks. And then have Whiten back at 14, who I imagine will do a lot better job than Crichton did, you know, in that sort of situation. That's my thoughts anyway. I don't know. Um, Souths Titans, Kane, how's this one going? 
Yeah, I think um, it'll be quite game. I think South 1-12 with um, Cody Walker to score. All right, Stonk, what are we saying? Uh, South 13-plus, Alex Johnson, just the typical of Rabbitohs game where they blow him out, I think. I don't reckon Titans have anything. Neither do I. I I'm going Seahawks 1-12 to 12 with Graham to score. Um, Stretch. I think I think a couple of a couple of guys like Taolungi and Graham, I think they're going to play some real decent footy this week with a, a chance at an Origin 2 jumping out for grabs. So, yeah, that's how I think that's going to go down. Roosters and Storm Stonk, what are we saying? <laughs> oh, I've got uh, Roosters. Oh, yeah. uh, with Teddy to score. I reckon he's going to be a bit, bit fired. Uh, he, he ran close to 300 yeah, last night. Yeah. I think he's going to be tired. But... Nah, he won't be tired. It's, yeah, no, he'll be right. Kane, mate, how's this one going down? Yeah, I've gone um, the Queensland boys and the Storm team to keep on rolling. 13 plus with uh, Kenny Bromwich to find the line. I'm going the Roosters 1-12 to with Momorowski to score. Ugh. Wow. You just picked yeah. the worst player in the NRL. You say that, but yeah, I'll tell you what, he's won about as many championships in the past, like, four years as anyone else has, so... Brian Scalabrini. Yeah, he is. He really is. <laughs> Bronx, Raiders, Stonk, mate. Talk to us. Off. You tell us uh, how it's going down. This was probably the biggest fence. Actually, the, actually, no, no, stomp. <laughs> you have the deciding vote. Oh, yeah, how's this one going down? Uh, I've gone Raiders one to twelve with Jordan Rafter in a score. Okay, okay. I've gone Broncos one to twelve with Corey Oates to score. Are they going to be playing against each other? Same wing. Uh, Rafter is on the right. Yes. So, yeah. I'll be down the same corridor. Stonk, yeah. mate. The the deciding vote. Uh, to decide it, I've sided with uh, Big Nos on this one. Hey. Uh, Raiders one twelve, and uh, Timoko anytime. Matt, nah, you, you said it wrong, Timoku. mate. Timoku, Timoko, 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 Anyway, um, actually, depends if he's wearing a headgear or not. If he's not wearing the headgear, I reckon I don't he know. won't score. That's the deciding factor. He yeah. scored last week without a headgear. I didn't even know who scored it. I was like, who's that? Is he wearing oh, uh, it in? Is he wearing it to pay respect to Jared Croker or? Yeah, no, one week it's a. I swear, like if like a player needs a headgear in the Raiders, like they, Jared goes, wait a minute, mate, goes to his fucking locker room and says, here you go, I need it back though. It's like a, it's like a full on jer- jersey sell, uh, jersey yeah. um presentation. presentation. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Tigers, Seagulls, Kane, mate, what are we saying? Uh, I've gone the Manly 1-12 with Olaf Kawatu to score a try. Stark? I think it'll be a bit more than 1-12, so I went 13-plus with Ruben Garrick. I've gone Manly 1-12 with Ruben Garrick, I think. Um, God, he's looking good at full, but I know it was against the Warriors, I get all that, but like... It sort of sucks that he's filling in for Turbo because, like, if Garrick, if this was like his rookie season and he came on the scene playing the way he is at fullback, he'd be like, "Oh fuck, this kid can play. He's all right." Mm. But it's just he does like, a lot no, of just... work. Um, he does a lot of work off the ball. That I've noticed he does. It's a lot of work off the ball. So, 
Um, Penrith versus Newcastle. Stonk, Penrith by how much? I'm going to say they win by 19 plus. 19 plus? Yeah, 19 plus against this, wow, okay. uh, this Newcastle outfit. Uh, and I reckon uh, Tago is due for a try. Okay, okay. Kane? Yeah, I've gone uh, Panthers 13 plus with Tago to score as well. I've gone Panthers thirteen plus, but I'm going I'm going Taylor May to score. So uh, same, it's one of the two. Same both. Yeah. I I you know I just when I look at this Newcastle roster, I think like it almost looks like a rugby league live roster. Like it looks like a team that would be good five years ago. Yeah. You know, your Clemens, your Mercedes, your Frizzell, yeah. Ponga, He's... Milford, Gagai, I mean Bradman best if he was healthy. Mm. Like this is a this is a good roster. I don't know why they're as shit as they are. Adam O'Brien is starting to look like Midge a bit. He's starting to look like Midge. If his hair starts falling <laughs> out, he's gonna be on the he's gonna be on the chopping block. Biting his lip, just chewing on a <laughs> chewing the shit out of a pen in the box. When I was on zero tackle and I was looking at the um like the, the latest stories getting posted and there was like one of Midge um getting the axe, and then one of Nathan Brown um, walking out on the job. The The photos they use for them both, they, they dead set look like twins. Like, it's just <laughs> something about when your coaching career is just going down the, the shit off. broken, broken men. <laughs> just the like disheveled look. You can just see, you can see this <laughs> in about 15 years' time, just, just start to look like that. Just look really disheveled and just broken down. Um, Warriors and the Sharks. Kane, how's this one going down? Uh, I've gone the Sharks, thirteen plus with uh, Sivitella guy to score. Stonk, have you got a have you got a, a, a sneaky celebration flip try from no but this week? You're no? on the you're on the right track. I've gone Sharks thirteen plus, but I'm going Jesse Ramian on return purely because I want to see him do the fucking shark fin on the top of his head. <laughs> I'm going Sharks 13 plus with uh, Ronaldo to cross over in the corner. With a um, soon. <laughs> I, I really wish there was a player that did that in the NRL. There'd be enough. He did it in the trial. But, like, make it a thing. I know. Bring it here. Um, and we finish on Monday with the Dogs and the Eels. Stonk. Yep. Uh. Bulldogs one to twelve, Matt Burton. I'm joking. I'll, I'm joking. Give, you, I'll give you one more chance. I'm joking. <laughs> it was it, it was thirteen plus because the Bulldogs are ass, but I've still got Burdo to score. Okay, Kane. I've gone Eels thirteen plus with uh, Bailey Simmonson to score a try. Oh, I've gone Para thirteen plus with Sevo. To cross oh. the chore. You won't put um, him in your super coach team. No, I won't. <laughs> I imagine he'd be somewhat expensive, wouldn't he? Four sixty. Oh no, I'm not paying that much. Not first game back. Although against the dogs, fuck it. You know what? If you if you're yeah, making a side be. just this week, you could um That's like one thirty right there. Well that's gonna do us, lads. Um Yeah, hope you guys enjoyed and we'll catch you next time, boys. Voice.